Welcome to Big Guys and Grover. I'm Cody. That's Scott. That's Chris. We are uh, going to take an opportunity to today to talk with Mike Rostick from PBR Bars. Um, he's the managing... Um, what is Mike? Mike is the managing, managing partner, managing right? Partner. Yeah. Yep. Managing partner. So he is uh, the guy that's in charge of eight, nine bars across the United States. Nine, yeah. Nine bars that carry the PBR logo and brand and um, the B-Cowboy that they talk about every weekend and things. And, and that's what, you know, the cowboy, they're cowboy bars. And so we're going to have an opportunity to talk with Mike. And uh, here's a little bit of that conversation. Hello. Mike. Yes, sir. Cody, Chris, and Scott from Two Big Guys in Grover. How are you this morning? How are you guys doing? I'm great. Good. Well, we are, uh, we're rehabbing from a long weekend in Kansas City's PBR. How about you? I think you and me both. You could probably hear my voice. That's about ten hours of Jack Daniels in my in my voice there. <laughs> yeah, that's, good. that's better than the coronavirus. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> might be might be more like a Coors virus the way things have been going. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. A good event though. I mean, it was, it's always a great weekend in KC following following the St. Louis event. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's a good two weeks for us. Good. Awesome. Well, we wanted to touch base with you. We had an opportunity this morning and especially after the weekend to sit down and uh, just take some time and talk about who and what and and what has brought us to the point that we now have this PBR Big Sky in Kansas City and other locations around the United States. Yeah, it's a it's a fun story to tell. Uh, you know, we were kicking around in, in 2006 uh, with the company that that I partnered with to create a, a country bar and then and, and uh, we were looking at it, and we had a 2006 PBR event coming through KC. So we kind of mock set it up in an empty room that didn't really have an identity yet. And uh, when I tell you it was mock set up, uh, we had you know lawn furniture and hay bales out. Um, oh, that's and a liquor license. That's that's not real. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's every yeah, bar right. in Kansas, though, in the, in, the, in Little Kansas. So it was an upscale Little Kansas bar, but a very low scale <laughs> for downtown. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we kind of kicked it off with that weekend and got through the PBR weekend. Uh, we had all the Cowboys in and we, we had everybody in that was uh, coming for the event. And um, I sat down and uh, I said, listen, we, we, we should probably do this a lot more. And it took me about, I would say, 60 days. And, of course, in partnership with, with, with uh, John and Sean, uh, Sean Gleason. And uh, I, it, it came across the BevNap at dinner one night. We were we were just literally drinking, tossing around ideas. And I, I kept trying to find the BevNap to frame, and I can't. But that's where the original ideas came from. And uh, in 2007, we launched. And uh, it took fire. And we've, we've caught it since then. We have nine locations now. And uh, the cool part about it is it, it's grown since the day we've opened it. It's kind of like a, like a plant. You know, we just learn something every year about the customer and the clientele. And the city we're in and um it's become more organic i think which is weird for a company of that size than it has been a business uh we just want to really attach to the people in the cities that we're in along with the pbr fans to make sure they're getting the experience that they wanted um and we coined the slogan cowboy bar it's not a country bar because uh it kind of defines what we play and there's a lot of country bars that are very hockey tongue two-step driven but a cowboy bar is kind of crazy, and you don't really know what's going to happen next. So are cowboys. So are the PBR people and the PBR fans, let alone uh, we saw it this past weekend. Um, you know, we're not afraid to let loose and kind of take the chains off. So I really didn't want to define it as a country bar, and I decided to slap cowboy bar on the side of it instead 
And when somebody asks what a cowboy bar is, you just got to say, well, you got to go in there and check it out because I really can't tell you what's going to happen in the next five minutes. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> and if you tried to check it out Saturday night at Kansas City, I don't think you made it very far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike, 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 after the uh, event, my wife and I walked. This is Chris. Uh, we walked over, <clears throat> went in the door, and I made it really about 15 feet, and it was jam-packed. I mean, it was jam-packed from the door, but we kind of went back and forth, and obviously I'm a big guy because I'm one of the two big guys, but, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, navigating through the waters there, it was like packed. So it was, it was definitely jamming after the event yeah it's a great like i said it's a great weekend and those kind of weekends we really you know obviously we're open every weekend other than those but it really is a good chance for you know a, a pbr fan to come in and, and may have not been there or hadn't been there in a while to kind of just see what we've done you know we've made it a point to change a lot um you know we grow over every week almost we make an adjustment we have a call that says you know this is kind of the trend going on right now whether it fits our demographic and our dynamic i i really couldn't tell you unless we try it so we, we kind of just follow suit. Um, I think, you know, that's what we're best at. We really want to just grasp onto what everybody wants in the city, you know, good or bad. You know, whether it's, um, you know, something new that we had at the party, a new drink, um, a new liqueur or whatever it is. And uh, we, that's the fun part about it. We've actually just put a million dollars into that Kansas City location and it's 13 years old. And uh, we're getting ready to put in our second oldest store in Louisville, Kentucky, another million dollar renovation, which kind of shows that, that the brand is strong. And the customer going in there is even stronger because, it, honestly, they're the ones that make, make the wheel turn. Well, what I think is awesome is a lot like other, um, you know, when you go to PBRs, you see a lot of different people in the stands. And when you walk in PBR Big Sky in Kansas City, you see a lot of people that are not just – I mean, you don't see a lot of cowboy hats. I mean, I saw a lot of yeah. people that were not normal cowboys. I mean, you know, we go with the phrase be cowboy this year. The PBR is using a be cowboy and those different things. And it really kind of embodied who was there in your guys' bar this weekend. Yeah. It's enough that yeah, exactly. the Western, the aesthetics of it is more cowboy, like you were just saying. When I walked in, it was definitely that. You could tell the difference. But it, it was a great mix between the Western lifestyle and also the, I'm going to call it a new age, but it's it's a more modern, hip cowboy lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And when you take something like that and you make it cool, you know, I, I love it that, you know, some people take PBR weekend to to dust off the cowboy boots that they got for Christmas from their husband or their wife. And, you know, they're, they're, you can or tell they're, they're limping. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're, they're limping around the streets because they haven't worn them ever, maybe once a year. <laughs> what we've seen, too, is, you know, our, our, our clientele coming in now on the weekend is wearing those boots, but they're going, hey, let me go down to PBR on a Friday or Saturday night without an event. I think it's kind of cool. So it's, we're making cowboy cool in, in whatever city we're in, including Kansas City. And then we're kind of creating that cowboy culture going, this is kind of neat. I mean, these guys hey, are kind of letting loose up, up here. And uh, the cowboy culture is wild. You know? So it, it's hard not to grasp onto it. What? Go ahead, Scott. Mike, what, how, uh, what are the cities that you have locations in? I know we were just in uh, – we just did an event in Baltimore. I know you've got one there. But uh, let's, let's give the yeah, listeners our, what, what cities. Our very, very first one is Kansas City, Missouri. Then we have St. Louis, Missouri. We have Louisville, Kentucky, Baltimore, Maryland, Philadelphia, um, we have Norfolk, Virginia. We have Atlanta, Georgia. We have Hampton, Virginia. And we just, our newest baby, just actually with the Global Cup, is in Texas, Arlington, Texas, uh, attached to the new Rangers development stadium that they have built. And it's across the street from 18T Dallas Cowboy Stadium. 
So huge partnership there with uh, the Texas Rangers. And then we jumped in a little bit with the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones. So um, that, that, that speaks volumes to how comfortable those guys are with us as a brand too and as a sport um, because it says PBR on the side of the building. I, I, I totally agree, but I think it's also that, you know, everywhere we travel and we hear it, you know, people that have gone to the bar either, you know, after the event or while they're in town always say, man, I had a good time there. I mean, even I know it's PBR and such, but the atmosphere is, is kudos to you guys because you've built that atmosphere. I mean, because it's going to be hard to build a cowboy atmosphere in yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. It's going to be harder to build it in Baltimore. I mean, Dallas Cowboys Stadium and the Rangers down there, it's a little different. Kansas City's a little different, but to take it to the East Coast, like you have and to be able to um give them the culture of the cowboy that's well to find the culture of the cowboy versus going deep into the western part of it right yeah, yeah there's a difference mm-hmm. and i could see how that would how you guys have done a great and, job and mike that set up in baltimore is it, that area that i kind of when i in and i'll admit i drove i, I flew in that morning and didn't get to i'd I, I was so tired I couldn't stay up very late that night, but I dropped some guys off there. That area there in Baltimore is built, built up kind of like Power and Light is in Kansas City where it's a very – it was a really, really nice part of Baltimore because, you know, you kind of get over there by that Coliseum and it's a little it's a little different over there, a little rough there, but you get over to where, where uh, your guys' uh, venue was at, and, man, it's a beautiful downtown area right there. Yeah, and that, and that's the first one. That's our headquarters in Baltimore. Um, it's the first one. It's the oldest historically that we have as far as um, my partners in, and ECI goes. Um, so the, the best part about it is, like I said, uh, ECI has a very structured, um, you know, I guess, portal behind it. And then PBR, they allow me on the PBR side to really say, yeah, we're going to lay down a foundation for it. But as we get into these cities, like you guys just said, on the East Coast, the Cowboy Way isn't really relevant as it is in Texas, maybe. But we're going to ease it in and change the structure about how we deliver that message on certain levels. Philadelphia, same way, for instance. But um, it's worked, you know what I mean? And, and it's worked. But once they came in and try it, and I can't, like you just said, I really had a good time there, question mark. It's infectious. That's typically what yeah. it's when we're right now. <laughs> and they're surprised the first time and then the second time. And I look up and I'm tell you what, you know, next year when you get in there, I guarantee you they'll, you'll see, I see some familiar faces from this previous year that had told me that it was their first time. So they really enjoy it. And that, that's where the kind of win comes for me is we create the fan of the bar and then a fan of the sport as well. So it goes hand in hand. It's not just the fans that enjoy it. The PBR staff enjoys it as well. You know, yeah, I mean, high that, energy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good it's a good and a bad having well, that deal right t- across the street. I think. Let's talk <laughs> about that. You know, when, the crew was saying on Sunday morning. Yeah, I was gonna say the. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time over there. And I said, yeah, it's nice when uh, that bar is just right across the street. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Well, it's so funny because go ahead. We we sit in the meetings and then we're going through production and usually at the end it's like who's going over to PBR tonight and it, it's half the hands get waved up. Yeah. We've got it organized where anybody with the credential goes over and, and has a good time. It doesn't have to wait in line. And then that Sunday morning, the ones, the hands that were down, you go, going, wait a minute, I thought you were going to come over last night. <laughs> you, know, hey, you, were, you were wearing that shirt yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 One guy came in and he said, I think somebody spiked my water that I drank this morning when I woke up. I was like, yeah. no, that was from last night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about some you of the events know. that you guys have that are not when the PBR is there on the weekends, because I think that's what, you know, like in Kansas City, just because we're here and we know it, but, you know, we've had a, a, a sea of red has been down there the last few weeks. I mean, we went in the Super Bowl and things, and yet the bar has been hopping. 
And so what other yeah. what other events do you guys do outside of when we're in town or the PBR is in town? Well, the first thing I did for the 2020 calendar is I took the notes from last year. And, you know, obviously we have a bunch of feedback online and things like that. And uh, we created a really good country music series um, that we created inside PBR. We had Low Cash Cowboys, Stoney LaRue, um, Kit Moore, uh, based with our iHeartMedia partner. So that alone kind of fuels us into the wintertime to get us through some of the rougher, rougher months. But um, because of the million-dollar renovation, especially in Kansas City, we opened that room wide up enough to get us the ability to have these bigger acts in there that are coming through. And now that we have nine locations, PBR will be a tour. So you'll have the PBR bar oh, tour. Yeah, or awesome. Group. Yeah, where he hits the nine locations. Blackstone Cherry is a partner with Professional Bull Riders. They played in Texas for us last weekend or two weekends ago. Um, you know what? No one was really familiar with them until they kind of opened up their Facebook page and realized they had some great songs out and they played live. So we're, we're hand in hand kind of doing those kind of concerts and stuff. And then we have a four Friday approach that has been working really well, starting with our freedom Friday on uh, the first Friday of the month, which is uh, just an honorary Friday for, for heroes in our minds, whether it's first responders, military um, nurses, we have doctors. Um, we had a lady that, was um, nominated for Hero of the Month that that rescued a family out of Iraq. Uh, she adopted four Iraqi children, wow. and um, it, it, yeah, it was it was it was pulling at the heartstrings of a lot of people in there. But um, it started when my sister got home from Iraq. That's where the event started uh, 11 years ago, and has grown so strong then it became nationally known and got a lot of PR attention. But I didn't want it to become the typical chain restaurant thing is show your military ID you get five cents off your wings. Um, that's just not what we are, you know? So we do a tremendous military salute at midnight. We stop the entire crowd. That's what I remember. That's what it is. You know, so it, it's got pretty goosebumps. wild. And, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. It's uh, and then we do a nominate a hero once a quarter, which is great. And like I said, it's, it's who your hero is and my hero is there's someone sitting in a room somewhere going, this lady, like, like we, like I just said, adopted these four kids from Iraq. She's a hero. Yeah. And, you know, if you think outside the box, there's a lot of heroes sitting around that we don't know about. So it, it's a really cool event. My favorite, A, because of the size of my sister, and B, you get that moment to stop and really get your drink in the air for, you know, 30 seconds and, and just bring everybody together with a really good call. So it's fun. Well, and you guys do like Kansas City, and I don't know if other locations are this way, but like we have the hot country nights during the summertime. Yeah. Um, or do you guys have the same? And only because I'm familiar with you know Kansas City, but do you have those other places? I mean, is that or is that just here? Or? Every district we have a live venue at, so it's Four Street Live, Power that's Plant awesome. Live in Baltimore, Hampton Runs Live. There's a Hot Country Night series, and that's kind of the same way. The bigger artists, because it's obviously a bigger venue, can travel around to all our Hot Country Night series. Uh, this year, um, the budgets have grown quite a bit. iHeartRadio has jumped on board again this year with us too. So. When we release the calendar this year, I can promise everybody's going to be even more excited about last year. And last year, we we hit a home run, I believe, uh, with the attendance levels that we had and the shows we put on. Um, but because those attendance levels were so high and we were so successful, it just opens the budget up even more inside KC Power and Light and then pre and post parties inside PBR. So. Uh, it works really, really well. Well, and, and you guys aren't just a – I mean, like, I've been to events at, over there um, during the week that aren't when the bar is open. Because you guys have, like, an event space, right? We have – so the way Kansas City Power and Light works, it's 14 city blocks. Um, and all the restaurants and nightclubs in there, we either own or lease out. We have event spaces. Uh, we have restaurants tied into us. We have big event spaces for, like, weddings and, and um, 
any kind of motivational speakers. We've had stand-up comedians. Um, so the, there's nothing too big. You know, our Halloween and our Mardi Gras, St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Eve is obviously big, but we do have event spaces big enough to just throw any kind of act in there we want. Uh, we have a lot of speakers come through that want to talk uh, to any select group of people, and we have an event space for them as well. So um, density, power, and light amazing in the fact that it's so it's so moldable to we can really do anything inside there small big weddings um up to up to five thousand people so it's really cool yeah see <clears throat> if you want to talk about a melting pot of people when it comes to a you know like on, i mean kind of on a hot country nights night on a which is thursday in kansas city that's kind of a you know more western lifestyle type of people but any other time during the week it it could be a huge melting pot of people. You, you know, it's kind of oh, like yeah. kind of like the old bar scene in Aggieville in, in uh, Manhattan, I believe, because you know you cowboy hats walking alongside of it's the guys place, that have yeah. never seen a, you know cowboys and cows before. So it's a it's a great yeah. mixture of people down there. Well, it's it's wild because um, and because of the, the Kansas City culture, and I'm super proud of them because they grab on the sports so well that um, ESPN has picked up the streaming to Kansas City Power Power and Light District, and it hits ESPN for the Women's World Cup. That um, was the first channel they, they hit. When they flashed back that the United States scored a goal, it showed Kansas City Power and Light because there were 7,000 people just watching the game in that main, main area in there. And then, of course, for the, the Chiefs Super Bowl win, that was the number one camera shot they took, too, was KT Power and Light. So that's been the spot for major sporting events um, for years, um, Super Bowl, World Series, um, you know, World Cup, and they just flock there, A, because we provide a good experience, I believe, and D, they, they just want to be around people that are that are the same mentality towards sports as they are, and Kansas City is, is a perfect example of a, just a city that grabs on the sports and loves it, um, you know, so March Madness is right around the corner, it's another big spot for them to be at. Because oh, yeah, it gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's insane, um, and it's a hold on for dear life and, and help we make it through. It's kind of the, the pregame. <laughs> if we can just get through everybody. this. Yeah. If we can just get through <laughs> that. What, what, we have the Big 12 tournament this year, or does it go somewhere else? Uh, I think this is our off year, isn't it? I don't remember. Because that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's another huge. What I think is awesome is that in Western sports, and we talk about it all the time here, is that the growth that we've seen inside the sport in the last 30 years, I'm going to say in the last 15 years, we have seen a, a, an exponential growth i mean whether it be prize money contestants we're starting to gain contestants back in the western sports world but how awesome is it to say that here is a bar that has grown from the likeness of western sports and bull riding yeah and now to be successful in not just kansas city or, or dallas but to be successful outside is it amazes me yeah and it's it's cool because we it's, it's so funny because you go over to one of the, the PBR events and you get the cowboy version of it because they are PG driven. You know, they're on television, they're on CBS a lot, um, Spike TV, whatever it may be. So you get that, that the cowboy that you see um, taking his hat off and, and riding a bull and, and it's very, you know, very PG version. And in my mind, what I like to do is take every bit of something that you see in a music video. And you got the sexy, you got the cool, you got the guy that's badass, you got the girl that's got the mohawk, and she thinks she's cowboy too. And then you shove that into my bar, and that's kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, times so you ten. Get the best of both <laughs> yeah. worlds. Multiples. And you throw a handful of buckle bunnies in there, and you know what you've got. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, what's funny about the staffs are, and we I, we have them in nine cities, so I have over a thousand staff members, and they're predominantly females. 
um, they don't walk in as one of those people. And then they walk, they walk in kind of shy a little bit. So we create these characters in a play. And this is exactly the, I'm going to give you the, the opening speech, everybody. You're the, the character in the play that you're in when they're in these four walls could be anybody you want to be. As long as you stick to that character, if you want to change it, go ahead. But when you walk outside, you're a school teacher and you're, you're yeah. a lawyer and, and you're, you're in a student somewhere. But when you come in here and they, they grasp onto that. So they're these rock stars and it's, you create this image that they have of themselves once they put that uniform on, they really, really take to it. And I love it. It's controlled chaos, and it's hard to control, but once you do, it's beautiful. Well, it's the opportunity to plant the Bee Cowboy seed. Right. I mean, it. it it's, All I know it's, is the next time I go, I'm gonna. I, I will let my character uh, unveil. But you're not gonna put on one of those outfits. No. <laughs> well, Let's if, go ahead and get that you, down straight you, right now, because that was Cody. You, Mike, that, that, that was Cody talking. <laughs> one of the big guys. He does not need to put on one of those outfits. If you let your character unveil, I'm gonna need one of your helmets to put on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you do have the what is it? The pig and the bull. Walk into a bar, could, you know. Yeah, no, but actually, speaking of bull, you guys have. Do you have a bull in every city? We have a bull in every city. We have two in Texas. Nice. That's yeah. my favorite part when when people finally get the courage to be cowboy or become a yeah. cowboy. About what is that? About twelve thirty, one o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning. You know, after they've they've got they've the, Coors virus. the Coors virus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then they're then all of a sudden that's when I enjoy it. Yeah, I I love it when the businessman comes up to me at the airport and goes. Yeah, I rode a bull once. I mean, it was a mechanical bull and at Power and Light. But so I, yeah, I do have I, a question: I, Do you guys sure. have the, the the Las Vegas bar? Is that you guys too? That is not us. Okay. Uh, that's Jonathan Fine. He uh, partnered with the PBR. We were right in the middle of three grand openings at one time, and the Vegas location came up to. Uh, they consulted with us for about thirty days. But uh, that was a different partnership with a different group of guys that okay. went out there and did the Vegas location. I just I was going to touch base. I didn't know if it was you guys or not. So Yeah, that, that was the only one that we haven't done yet. Uh, we are in the process of building Westmoreland, Pennsylvania, which is oh. right outside of Pittsburgh, in partnership with our casino division. So uh, we're sitting directly above the casino at 4,200 square feet. Um, and it's going to wow. be wow. probably the uh, because of the casino guys, and, and thank you for this, casino people, but their their pocketbooks are a little bit bigger than mine is, so the build out's going to be a lot more expensive, which is going to cause me to put uh, a lot prettier decor in there. It's going to be, in my <laughs> mind, one of the prettiest ones I got. Um, and it's uh, it's Westmoreland needed it, and, and I don't know if you guys have ever been through Westmoreland, but the, you know the town is just in need of something like this so bad that uh, I'm super excited about being there, and it will be open in October about 2020 very cool so i'm gonna go to a personal note yeah. for a second you worked out with matt west was that yesterday that was uh when was that that was uh, saturday, saturday. saturday. Yeah. did you show him how you're yeah. supposed to lift weights or i tried to and then he took <laughs> his, yeah so me and me and matt have this ongoing uh kind of like battle with each other since the day we met about 13 years ago and the last text i sent that kind of sealed the deal was was the big screen in texas i don't know if you guys were there or not but it's, uh, you know, it's about 185 foot television yeah. set. And I said, Matt, you, do you realize how fat you look on that television set? And that <laughs> it adds about 5,000 pounds. <laughs> oh, Dude, that's he got awesome. So upset. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't come over, though. Yeah, he, I'm sure he's still pouting about it. 
Yeah. 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 He gets a, well, I don't know if you, if, if you saw the picture on his Instagram, but he turned sideways and didn't tell me he was going to turn sideways at the last minute to show how big his arm was. That's a Matt he move. He would not take another picture. Yeah. That's yeah. classic Matt. Yeah. 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 Hey, speaking of that, exactly. there's, there's a, a podcast out there. I think it's King and Sting that's got uh, – that he did a little uh, blurp on. Theo and he, Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. I don't yeah. know if you've seen it or not. But Matt's in this really skinny – like I think he stole it from Megan, her, her polo shirt, <laughs> and they call him out on it. So you got you gotta you gotta look it up because he does. He calls him out on it. It's pretty funny. Well he was on Theo Vaughn the like uh the week before and then he sent back a video. They were on the beach or something and uh sent back a you know something about you know PBR uh, Pro Bowl riders and all this other guy and you know King it or sting it. It's with uh Brandon Shaw. Yeah I forget who it was. Whatever the guy he's another comedian. And the first thing they say was like yeah PBR there's not a lot of cloth and not a lot of material yeah. on their shirts. Cause <laughs> They're it making was, fun of Matt. It was, it was, it was <laughs> absolutely skin tight. It, it's Typical fun. Matt. It's, it's funny they called him out on it. So. We said, what size shirt you wear? You know, T-shirt. What size shirt you wear? And he's like, large, okay, maybe actually, maybe. Yeah. Look here. Medium. Yeah, medium. All right, man. Well, we appreciate We're going to actually, one one day here real soon, we're going to have you back on. We're going to talk about your Freedom Fridays because I think that that is, a, that is something that the world needs to hear about and to know and to not only know about it, but then to be able to go down there on Fridays and be a part of it. So Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, we love it. It's uh, Like I said, it's, it's so outside of the regular chain places. I mean, it's so heartfelt and you know, bring your camera phone and, and catch the moment when it happens because it happens every every first Friday of the month and you won't forget it. Awesome. We appreciate having you on, man. We yeah. will be Thank in touch. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. You're right. You. Bye.